Hi everyone, I'm Matt from Heron and welcome to the latest episode of the Heron Financial Podcast. Today is an extra special episode. We've got Dean from Wonder Films. Hello. Dean is a first time buyer and he's going to ask me some questions that hopefully I can answer. And hopefully you will find those answers useful as well on your own quest to buy your first home. I'm going to kick things off, Matt, just because we are my first time buying. I mean, me and you have been friends now for like, I've said two years now. Too long. Too long. Thanks, Matt. As always, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. No, no, not at all. But yeah, we've been friends quite a while. I've learned, I have learned bits and bobs working with you along the mortgage world. However, as a first time buyer, what I'm finding difficult at the moment is, is navigating this world of buying a house for the first time because, oh my God, like trying to buy a house at the minute is crazy. Mm. Like what advice can you give to me? Because like what, what my main struggle is at the minute is trying to put an offer in and get that offer accepted. What can I do more to potentially get that house? Well, I think sometimes, and you won't want to hear this, sometimes it's right place, right time. Yeah. Um, and we often find with with clients who are in the same situation with you and, and it's happening everywhere, is sometimes you just get lucky. Yeah. And, and, and you happen to get the phone call from the estate agent to say, look, this house has come back on the market that we think you might be interested in. Do you want to come and see it now? And, and the stars align. Um, so sometimes you do need that little bit of luck, but I think really from the work that we do with, with agents and the work that we do with house builders and introducers, the key really is, is to be prepared. Um, so having a good awareness of things like your credit score, um, which we've covered in, in other episodes, um, but also just being aware of what can you borrow? Um, what does it look like? Are the monthly payments going to be in line with what you expect? Knowing where your deposit's going to come from. And really just being ready for when that phone call does happen, because it will happen. Yeah. Um, and, and that will allow you to get to the top of the list uh, because there are lots of people out there who are interested, but there's a real big scale. You know, y- you could be slightly interested. You know, you're sitting there of an evening, maybe with a beer in hand, looking on Right Move or one of the other portals to try and find houses. And you might want to move, you might not, all the way through to somebody like you who just really wants to make the move. Yeah. And I think when you really want to make the move, you need to do everything in your power that you can to get yourself in position to to answer that call when it comes. Yeah. For me as well, I think what I wasn't asking you is as well, what I was very curious about is um, new builds. New builds for me. So a lot of the houses I've been on currently have been like all council, stuff like that. Yeah. So do you think me going for a new build be more, perfect? well, I'll get more on the ladder then, but that's better to get on the ladder than actually trying to buy someone from like a chain? Well, I think with new builds, um, you would probably have more options. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a really busy environment now in terms of house building. So, um, look, we've still got an issue in this country with with builders, and, and we are still um, massively undersupplied. Yeah. Um, but one thing that you can find with a new build versus some of the other stuff that you've looked at is you can potentially access some schemes. So the help to buy scheme is one that lots of people have heard of. Um, shared ownership is another one, but there are lots of other schemes now starting to come down the track. Um, some of which would only potentially work on a new build. So I think one of the benefits of looking at new build is you've, you've potentially got a little bit more choice. Mm-hmm. If you're buying on a bigger development, they've probably got more than one house like the one that you want. Yeah. Um, and you've also got potentially access to those schemes as well. Yeah. I think going back to an episode we, you covered recently that I did listen to and it did actually help us quite a lot about the new builds is the energy saving part. Now again, for me, looking for a new house, that is a big worry for me, especially where the, the world has gone a bit. So I think... What you've said there is it does yeah. give some clarity in what I need to do. Big time. And and, and I think that um, that's on everyone's agenda now. Um, yeah. We're having lots of conversations with clients around energy efficiency. Yeah. And whilst it's been a requirement for a few years now to publish that information um, and to make people aware how energy efficient is this home, 
I think now it's actually becoming part of the decision. Yeah. Um, and you wouldn't be alone in that. And we're, we're talking to lots and lots of clients. And that is another reason why people are starting to head in that direction of buying a new home because generally it's, it's, it's got double glazing at the, the least. Um, it's very well insulated. Um, you might have something like a ground source heat pump or, or, or a more efficient way of heating the home than traditional sort of gas. So it, you're not alone yeah. in looking down that path. And I think it's definitely worth continuing to look down that path. Yeah. I think what's put the brakes on me for the new builds, only concern I have, and I think this could be cleared up in, in this conversation really, is if I was going to sell on that house in later life, could it be negative equity or does it depend on my situation? Look, it's it's not a secret. I think that that, that it's probably more of a concern yeah. in that new build arena. And, and part of the reason is because prices have gone crazy. Yeah, um, you know, we, we've had a, a period of time where prices have gone up and up and up. And like all economic cycles and like all cycles in the housing market, there has to come a point when that stops. Um, now, it doesn't necessarily need to be a disaster when it stops, but it, it could mean that you end up in a situation where the property is not increasing in value as much. I do also think there's a little bit of a, um, a sort of false narrative around that where people do overly worry about yeah. prices falling. The other thing to think about whenever you look at um, the, the, the concept of a price reduction or, or your house not being worth what you paid for it is really the value of your property is only relevant at the point that you come to sell yeah. um, or remortgage potentially. And and actually, if you're buying now, how, when, when are you going to? How long are you going to live there for? Well, let's be honest. It could be. It could be. It could be. It depends on the situation. I mean, it, we are going to have, try and have a family, but buying this house though is having that in mind. Fine. So, so you're buying a house now. You want to have a family. You're going to be there for what? Four or five years? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, so I think if you if you take a step back now and look at prices four or five years ago, mm-hmm. so we we go back from from today. Yeah. I think you'd be hard pushed to find somewhere where you'd fall into that negative equity position. Yeah. Um, it's not something that should be dismissed easily because it can happen. Uh, but I think if you're going to be in the home for a, a longish period, yeah. four, five, six years, it's unlikely. You know, it, it 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 could happen, but it's very unlikely. That's good. I mean, that's literally the only concern I had because, I've, like I say, you hear all these rumors and horrible horror stories about yeah. people when they leave. But again, this is all hearsay. We don't we don't know the full situation. We don't know the full arc what they've had. So yeah, yeah. It does. It, it can concern you. Has that solved it? Yeah, it has actually. To be honest, it has put my mind at ease. I think what I've listened to the previous episode and then coming on this episode, I think it has put my mind at ease about new builds. Good. It has opened my mind a bit more about them. Good. I'm completely honest. Good. I think as well, for me as well, I, f- I feel like as well, in this housing market currently, people who have like ex-council houses or any houses in, in general, feel like they can just like, it's like a bid war. Mm. It is a crazy bid war. Yeah. Like for example, I'm a, we put a bid in, I would say quite over asking. Right. And we still got a bit. I think how has this happened? What 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 is, what is someone offering? Mm. Now I was going to ask you: Is that is a situation where the, the the sellers looking at us thinking, "Well, your first time buyers is at a risk over someone else?" Yeah, it it can happen. Yeah. Um, so an experienced agent, um, if if you're talking about a resale property yeah. here rather than new build, an experienced agent is they have that knowledge to know it's not always the highest bid. Yeah. That that you should be putting forward to the vendor because remember when an estate agent is selling a, a property for somebody, they're acting on behalf of the seller. Mm-hmm. Um, so you as a buyer, they're not, I was going to say they don't care about you. That's not not true. But they're less concerned about you than they are about their seller. So yeah. it's if, if they're going to do their job correctly, then they need to look at your circumstance as well as the amount that you're going to offer. Yeah. It's all well and good you put in the highest bid. But if you can't get a mortgage um, or you're not, your deposit's not going to be available for six months because it's locked into a savings scheme or you're being gifted by parents and it's not available, then... Are you the best potential buyer for that for that yeah. seller? So, um, yeah, it, it of course the amount that you pay matters, but it's not the be all and end all. And that's why coming back to to, to my answer to your earlier question, 
you do need to get yourself in a really good position, um, whether it be on the mortgage, the deposit, your income, your credit score. You have to know where all of that stuff sits yeah. in order to then communicate that to the agent. And that's, the, 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 I guess, the final point on this is tell the agent about it. Like, it's all well and good you get yourself ready. If you don't tell them, how do they know? Yeah, you know, they true, don't yeah. know whether you're in a good position or not. They're going to yeah. assume. So it, it's it's a really weird thing, but you're almost trying to sell yourself. Yeah. Um, so you're going in there and you're saying to them, look, here's my situation. I've got my deposit. I've got my solicitor. I've got my mortgage. I'm ready to go. This is the amount that I want to offer. Now, if I'm an estate agent and I'm receiving that offer, I'm thinking, bloody hell, Dean, Dean is on the ball. Yeah. And yeah. that's what you got to try and do. Well, see, I didn't know. Actually, I just thought it was as simple as having a mortgage in principle and then putting it off. Now, I didn't realise you have to have all these factors in place yeah. to then go, right here, I'm ready I'm to ready. go. Let's do this. Yeah. So I didn't know that. So again, thank you very much for that yeah. advice because me and I might get a house now. Yeah, it's all, <laughs> on the back it's all of this. free, Dean. Don't worry. It's all free. It's all there. He'll charge us later, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll work that out. <laughs> but yeah, just a final point I want to make before we, we leave it here. I think for me, as a first time buyer, what I, what, again, what, I'm looked, what I've looked at as well, I was wondering if this is the case. Is yours, going back to your previous point, do you also have to sell yourself to the seller as well? Because I feel like, if, if it, am I being too pushy by saying, if we put an offer deal, we'll accept it? Is that too pushy? Can that scare people off sometimes? It can, and, and I think you've got to judge it. I mean, look, I'll give you a sort of personal story. Um, I, I've bought a flat before because I put a letter through somebody's door. Right. Um, so that might be a little bit old-fashioned in this day and age, yeah. and that, you know, you're going back a few years now, but it does make a difference. And I think there are some sellers out there who are, all about the money, yeah, uh, and, and and actually they couldn't give a hoot about you, yeah. Um, but but there are others out there that like the story. Um, mm. So you know, you mentioned you and your other half potentially starting a family. There are people who've maybe lived in a house for many years and they've they've got an attachment. You yeah. know, they, they, that home holds memories for them. Yeah, and so if you're going to go in there and potentially go on that journey that they went on, then that's worth telling them about. Yeah. So I think telling them your story will help. I think that the the, the time demand aspect, you know, this offer's only valid for three seconds, otherwise, you know, your house is going to blow yeah. up. Um, that that doesn't necessarily always yeah. work. And yeah. I think that people feel rushed. Yeah. Um, I think actually you're better off trying to engage with them, yeah. um, be their mate, yeah. and try and get a bit more friendly rather than trying to say, if you don't accept this now, we're off. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's my, but that's been the approach in the past. And I think that's why I was wanting to bring up folks. I think, has that worked? Is that the reason why I'm losing these offers for? But yeah, yeah. again, thank you very much. You're welcome. But yeah, I think that's, I'm, I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty much ready to go. I think what I will be doing now is send you houses and saying, <laughs> can I get these houses now? <laughs> yeah, now you need to speak to someone who knows what they're talking about. Yes, I, I think yeah. I need your help. Not, not me, not me. <laughs> okay, well, look. Um, I think I've really enjoyed that. And and if you've um, if you've got information from that that you found really useful, then we've we've hopefully helped some other people watching as well well i think we'll have i think anyone a lot, i know a lot of people who are in my situation right now struggling and wondering why this isn't happening for us i think if they listen to this episode they're going to get that journey and get that process better i hope so i hope so as I well so well dean look really appreciate you joining me today no problem at all um, anytime thanks for being a guinea pig um <laughs> thanks for telling us about your horror stories of operating on the house it's all right um thank you everyone for for watching and listening um if you haven't already please like and subscribe we're on youtube We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, many other places too. Um, We really, really like your feedback and your comments, so please keep them coming, uh, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.